I want you to think about how do you train your core? What does your core training entail? And this goes for anybody. If you're rehabbing an injury, definitely if you have chronic injuries, if you're just looking to train better or elevate your performance, there's so many things that core training will address to help us to unleash new levels of strength, power development, even help us with mobility at times. In this episode, I just want to go over some of the core basics. And this is what I do for myself. I do it for clients who are beginners all the way to the highest, most elite level athletes that I work with. You won't want to miss this episode because we'll connect the dots on a lot of things that core function can help and improve. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of the new listeners out there, thank you for joining in for this episode. You're in the right place to hear about everything that helps you to elevate your performance. This podcast, I have solo topics that I cover like today, but I also have a lot of great guest interviews that they share their journey and their story that a lot of us can relate to. And it's all geared to help you to reach your true potential. For all of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for another episode. And if you haven't checked out, I'm putting up video highlight clips on my YouTube channel. A highlight clip is going up daily. So check those out. You can see some of the video content that matches the audio podcast as well. And share these episodes, these clips with family, friends, teammates, anyone that would get some value from this podcast. Today, I'm going to keep this episode brief again. And a couple episodes ago, I talked about head and neck posture and core really ties into that as well. So I want to start by saying that our knowledge of core function, mechanical function of the core and the spine, and how to improve the way that we're training. That has really grew so much in the past 10 to 20 years. We know so much more than we did before. And a lot of these concepts will help anyone across the spectrum, anyone that's looking to just move better. It doesn't matter if you're starting to exercise, if you're rehabbing some type of surgery or injury, or if you're just looking to elevate your performance, maybe run faster, jump higher. All of these concepts, they really apply and they can unleash some of the things that are either restricting us or preventing us from performing at our best. Today, I'm just going to go over the basics because all of this knowledge and recent advancements, this could be a whole podcast episode by itself, all about core. But I'm just going to talk a little bit about some of the basics, what I like to do, and some of the things that might make you think a little bit, how can I improve the way that I'm training my core? So let's start by core stability and strength. That is really like the foundation of our body. We need to have a stable spine, stable hip complex for us to do anything, whether that's walking, running, sprinting, and of course doing things like lifting, carrying, staying in good posture, all of this is related to our core. Without our core muscles, our spine, our bony connections, our intervertebral discs, our ligaments, it can't withstand that much force before it buckles. So we need all of our muscles to really stabilize that abdominal area, our lumbopelvic hip complex area, and that will give a good base and foundation for the rest of our body and our limbs to actually create some movement and produce some force. So that's really the importance of the core. Now what I like to think about when I'm talking about the core, to define this a little bit, 
for me, it's anything that relates to the position or posture or the active stability of our lumbo-pelvic hip complex. So lumbo meaning the lumbar spine area, and this may be even the lower T-spine area, anything from like our ribs down to where it connects to our hips at our SI joint, and also anything that affects that stability or position of our hip complex. Because again, that's going to directly affect our lumbar spine position, and that is going to be a key concept when we start to relate this to bigger, more complex movements. So what I want to spend time on today is I want to break down and make some connections as to how the core influences upper extremity movements and lower extremity movements. Now let's start with the more obvious one. So let's talk about lower extremity movements. The one thing that I want to say is that your lumbar spine and your hip complex, that is going to be the literal base for our hip muscles and our leg muscles to function off of. If we have an unstable base, I talked about this in the shoulder girdle episode with our scapula being like a stable base for a rotator cuff and our bigger muscles to actually produce force on. Same thing with our hips. Our hips and our pelvic girdle, that position is crucial to create a stable base for the rest of our lower extremity to function on. Now on top of that, one big thing that I want to mention is that your hip flexors, your hip flexors are connecting from your femur, your lesser trochanter on the inside of your thigh bone. And that is spanning through your pelvis and it's connecting to your lumbar spine. Because of that, your hip flexor, it can either pull us out of neutral spine alignment and neutral hip rotation. Tension in the hip flexor can also create some muscle imbalances and pull us out of posture again. And also if we have excessive tension here, sometimes that creates a lot of extra compression and also can, in a compensatory way, really provides some spinal stability, but it's not really from the right areas. And if that is the case and your hip flexor or psoas is carrying too much tension, a lot of times you're losing some of the force capabilities of actually flexing your hip because it's not able to generate that power and force, one, off of a core and lumbar spine that's not that stable. And two, if it's contributing to assist with core stability, it's not going to be that effective in actually moving your hip or your thigh bone. So that's one of the big connections. Your hip flexor, it strongly influences core function and stability, and it's directly influencing how well and how strong you can contract your hip as the prime mover of flexing your hip. So that's one thing. The second thing is your glutes. So I call your glutes all three of your glute muscles glute maximus, glute medius, and glute minimus. All of this collectively provides a lot of stability around your hip joint. And especially when we're weight bearing or doing things like that, we want all of these muscles to adequately help to stabilize our hip. And we want our bigger hip muscle, the glute max, to really be able to be a hip extensor. We don't want it to be working off of this unstable platform again. And if it is working off of that unstable platform, again, you're gonna see the trend. You're gonna lose a lot of power and force capabilities of extending your hip with your glute max. Now, the second key point that I wanna make is that your hip and your lumbar spine, they are connected via your SI joint. And no matter how you look at this, even if you think that your SI joint has minimal movement, it's not like a joint that's gonna create a lot of movement. So your SI joint, that's connecting your sacrum from your spine to your pelvis. And because of that, anytime I rotate my hips, 
This is anterior posterior pelvic rotation or even rotated laterally left or right lateral rotation. You are going to take your spine with it. And there is going to be some adjustments and some effect that's going to travel up your lumbar spine. And if you're in improper position enough or if it's a big enough change, then it's going to trace all the way up to maybe even your thoracic spine or your cervical spine. So we're going to get to that in a second. But the bottom line here is that whenever you're in anterior pelvic tilt, you are going to be in lumbar extension. It's going to put your lumbar spine out of that neutral thoracic curvature. If you're in posterior pelvic tilt, you are going to flatten your back out and you are going to flex your lumbar spine. And in the same manner, if you're tilted to left or right, lateral rotation of the pelvis, that is going to create some muscle imbalances and you're going to have some lateral deviation up your lumbar spine. So all of this collectively, you can see that the core is setting up this base so that your lower body can actually create some force and move off the stable platform. The other thing too is with mobility restrictions. Maybe you have ankle tightness. A lot of times if we don't have adequate stability in our core or our hips and we don't have the adequate strength in these hip stabilizers, that can indirectly cause some ankle restrictions and other issues down the chain. That may not be the only contributor, but it's not helping the cause if you have this hip weakness, core instability, that's not helping everything function well down the chain. And this also could tie into if you have chronic ankle sprains or chronic ankle instability. A lot of times we're tracing it back up to the core and there are things that you can do with your core stability and strength that will really help to improve your ankle issues, ankle sprains, ankle instability. So really in a nutshell, your core posture, stability, and strength, that is heavily going to set up a base or a platform to help your lower extremity function better. Now let's switch gears a little bit and let's go into the upper extremity. So the upper extremity, I kind of mentioned that if your lumbar spine is compensating in some way, getting pulled out of position, if it's deviated enough, if it's deviated out of that neutral alignment enough, that is going to start to trace up your spine into your thoracic region, maybe even into your cervical region. And what we do know is when it comes to thoracic spine mobility or function, so thoracic spine, again, as a refresher, that's the 12 vertebrae that make up the middle section of your spine. And when that is not functioning well, we know that it really affects shoulder blade stability, scapular stability. And if scapular stability is affected, I broke that down in a previous episode on shoulder girdle function, but that can lead to a lot of other issues in your upper extremity. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Your spine position, mobility, strength, that is directly going to be related to how well your shoulder blade functions and how well your upper extremity functions. The next thing that I wanna point out is one of the big muscles that connects your upper extremity all the way down to that lumbar spine region is your latissimus dorsi or your lats, right? So this is one of the big back muscles. And anytime that you have excessive tension, muscle imbalances, your lats can really pull you into that lordotic position again and really cause some anterior pelvic tilt. And again, that could directly affect your actual shoulder function and health. So keep that in mind because we have all of these relationships between different areas of our body that are playing off of each other. And we need the right balance, especially core stability, to make sure that we can adequately use some of these muscles. So if you have a strong core, that actually helps out your lats. It helps your lats to work better, 
gives it a stable platform to work off of and then it can actually produce that force into your upper extremity exercises and movements now if you don't have that stable core then one your lats isn't going to be as effective but also your lats can create an imbalance and pull your core further out of position and cause other issues and now it might even cause more issues outside of your core maybe trace down to your lower extremity so that's the thing to remember here your core is not just an isolated section of your body where you're just going to do some ab work crunches back extensions and it's going to make everything work better no it's more about making sure that your core can function to do all different types of movements and tasks when you can do that one you'll keep your core really strong but two that's how you minimize injury risk and you'll also elevate your performance you'll start to move better get stronger and produce more power so as i mentioned core could be a whole podcast in itself in 15 to 20 minutes we can't cover everything but i do want to end on some basic tips that you can think about to help you with your core training and some basic concepts that i always have done and improved on over the years is one making sure that you're able to address core stability first core stability is key so these are things that it might not be the most flashy things to do but you're looking at a lot of holds isometric holds and making sure that you can actually be really detail oriented and make sure that you're in the proper position and this again goes beyond just lumbar spine position a lot of times i'm focusing on shoulder position hip and knee position making sure that everything is in the straight line that neutral position for whatever we're doing some of the basic things that i do with everybody is i like to do a lot of front planks plank variations like to do a lot of bridges to isolate that glute again and then you'll have all of your lateral and anti-rotation core exercises so your side planks anti-rotation things like bird dogs pull-off press anything that's helping you to one get more awareness as to how to keep everything in alignment and two how to use the muscles to maintain those postures and positions so stability is something that i'm always working on now of course there's other core movements that we have to address stability is something that i think is often overlooked in many strength and conditioning and training programs so i really like to target the stability aspect but along with that we have to make sure that we're actually moving our spine well and that's where you can think about the actual movement throughout lumbar flexion extension and rotation work you want to be able to control that movement again and be able to use the right muscles to generate those types of movement and then the last thing i think and this is again going off to more functional things is to make sure that you can have a good base create adequate core stability when you're doing arm or leg movements and i think this is something that can be overdone when you typically think of core exercises so what do i mean by this anytime you move your legs or move your hips we're actually throwing a lot more tension into our legs our hip flexors especially if we're doing hip flexion that's challenging our core if you don't have a strong stable core yet then you're just creating an imbalance you're doing a lot of hip flexor work or leg work and your core is the weak link that's actually preventing you from doing things better or doing more of something and in the upper extremity we often do a lot of things that challenge our core by doing lat activation work so anything that's creating that tension again into our lats that's challenging our core because our lats actually pull on our lumbar spine our thoracolumbar fascia area and that is what's making us having to work our core 
But again, if your core stability is not up to par yet, or your lats are stronger than your actual core, then you may create some compensations or your core is just going to be the weakest link and prevent you from doing the exercises as well as you could. And some examples of this is, you know, any type of hip flexor work where you're moving your knees towards your chest or any leg lifts, bicycles, hanging knee tucks, anything like that. Also anything with our lats. So whenever we're in a face down position or even hanging position and you're actually throwing a lot of tension into your lats or if you're in a prone position plank, you know, if you're starting to do things like ab wheel things or even when you're doing a plank where you're challenging yourself and moving your arms above your shoulder height that's going to throw more attention to your lats which challenges your core even more so these are just some examples but you can see that okay we need to address some of the basics first making sure that we can stabilize our spine keep good posture in various positions which i won't get into in this episode and then anyway from there create some actual spine movement learn how to control that movement and target what kinds of specific movement you need for your sport especially if you're a rotational athlete and then after that you can incorporate some of the limb movements because now we're going to add more complexity to exercises and our core stability is going to have to set that foundation so that we can do all of the extremity and limb movements well and get a lot of benefit out of it That is all that I want to go over today. I know it's a lot of information and this is just the tip of the iceberg, but hopefully it gives you some idea as to what the importance of your core is and some of the things to think about when you're training it. I will produce a lot more content about core exercises and demonstrating some of the things that I work on with core with all of my clients and athletes. So stay tuned for that. I hope to put out more content like that in the near future. If any of the listeners out there have any questions, feel free to contact me. I would love to hear any of the feedback, suggestions, or ideas that you have, even future topics that you would like me to cover, either a follow-up from this episode or anything in the future as well. You can email me at andrew at hnlmovement.com or contact me on social media. You can find me at hnlmovement and I'd be happy to hear some of the feedback and questions out there. Remember to check out my YouTube channel. YouTube highlight clips of these episodes are going up daily. So check out some of the great guest interviews and some of the solo topics as well. Share all of these episodes and content with family, friends, and anyone that's interested in listening. Other than that, keep working hard, keep training, and keep working on that core stability. New episodes are released every Tuesday. I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, I hope everyone has a great week. And stay tuned for more great episodes coming soon. Aloha.